0: Welcome everyone, this is Sue Cowlishaw from um, SJC Yoga with some more musings from the mat. I just wanted to share with you something that I've been doing this year and how it's progressed for me. I decided to do an Ayurvedic massage course which I've been doing during the year module one and I've really really enjoyed it but what it got me into more than anything was the doshas and more about nutrition and environment, how everybody's constitution is different and what's good for one person is not all that great for another. So I'm just going to do a sort of fairly shortish podcast to start with about what is a dosha and then we're going to go into a particular dosha because of the autumn which I'll explain a little bit later. So just like every snowflake is unique in its shape and form, every human has their own blueprint made up of an infinite mix of shapes, behaviours, emotions and appearances. Just like the planet So there are five elements that are found in all living things from a tree to a monkey to the weather. Anything that contains energy. These are the building blocks of life and they're ether which is space, air, fire, water and earth. And the manifestation of those elements through the doshas is what gives rise to our differences, how they appear and in what proportion. So the doshas are dynamic energies that constantly change in response to our actions, our thoughts, our emotions, the food we eat, the seasons and really any other sensory inputs that feed our mind and body. So when we live in fulfillment of our individual natures, we naturally make lifestyle and dietary decisions that create balance within our doshas. And when we live against our intrinsic natures, we support unhealthy patterns that lead to physical and mental imbalances. So that would be things like um, living in poverty, eating bad food, smoking, uh, medications, anything like that. So if the proportion of your dosha in your current state is as close as it can be to your birth constitution then your health will be great, be vibrant, and you'll be lively. If not, if it's got out of balance too much, you will become very unbalanced in in all different ways, physically and mentally. So there are three primary doshic states. When we're balanced, we have all three doshas that are present in the natural proportions, which we call equilibrium. There's increased which when a particular dosha is present in a less in a greater than normal proportion which is aggravated and then there's decreased where a particular dosha is present in a less than normal proportion which would be deleted and we have three different kind of doshas we have vata we have pitta and we have kapha Imbalanced doshas can be caused by many things, like the things that I've already explained, but the one thing is dosha aggravating diet and carrying too much stress. So, we can easily restore our balance when we understand our constitutional makeup and how to harmonize our internal environment and its needs in the external world. So, there's no specific diet or lifestyle for one person we're all unique and we have to look at these so the first dosha I'm going to talk about because it's relevant is vata so vata is derived from space and air so it translates as wind or that which moves by contrast a delicate vata can never seem to get warm they're usually very tall, slender, they're fast walkers they tend to nibble and snack, graze away through the day. And they may need to, quite, to rest quite often as they easily tire and overexert. So they can have quite big boosts of energy and short periods of time when they're quite focused. But then they do deplete very easily. They tend to be talkative and they are interested in quite a diverse number of subjects. But they do have the tendency to repeat themselves. So a balanced Vata can be creative, excitable, lively, gifted, fun and full of energy. They have a natural ability to express and communicate. But when the wind in the Vata rages like a hurricane, negative qualities quickly overshadow. So it's when the Vata becomes out of balance, when they've got too much Vata. So the original positive attributes when, unbalanced, when they become unbalanced, they can suffer from excessive thinking, worrying, fear, panic, anxiety. And that will show up in physical challenges, maybe constipation, gas, bloating, unsettled sleep and very dry and chapped skin. So one of the best ways to balance Vata is to remember the key words, which are grounding, warming and routine. So the best thing for a Vata to do would be eat a Vata balancing diet, which I'll come on to in another podcast. Eat in a peaceful environment, that's very very important, no distractions. So engage in wholesome and quite contemplative activities like spending time in nature, meditation, They do need a regular daily routine. So the same kind of timings every day for eating, going to bed and waking. They are best when they go to bed early and when they meditate. And the best form of exercise for a vata is yoga, swimming, tai chi and walking. So not things that need loads and loads of energy. The way that the vata becomes imbalanced is... Eating without aggravating foods, eating while anxious or depressed, they tend to eat and choose the wrong foods when they're not feeling great, so they might turn to some junk food or caffeine or alcohol. Eating on the run is bad for them, so eating fast in between appointments, eating in the car, that's not great. Drinking alcohol, coffee and black tea, very stimulating. Smoking of course, that's not good for any dosha really and not following a regular routine so if they wake at a normal time and then something happens and they sleep in or they wake too early that will kind of put them out of kilter and going to bed late at night is not the best thing for a vata so they like to be in bed early and they like to be up early so the reason I started with vata is because we're now in autumn and autumn is a vata is vata in nature So, autumn is a time of transition for nature, which includes us as humans. Sometimes I think people feel that there's humans and there's nature, and there's not. We are just another species in nature. So, when the temperature drops and the daylight becomes less, our blood vessels and veins constrict. So, it slows down the blood supply to our core and to the rest of the body. So, the core takes the vital energy coming from the slowed down blood um, energy and it leaves our skin and our extremities like hands and feet with less energy. That's why in the winter we can get cold hands and cold feet and even though we put really thick woolly socks on we still can't seem to warm the feet. So around us at this moment the trees and plants, they're subtly undressing whilst the greenland turns golden brown. After a long hot summer which we've had, there's now a definite hint of crispness along with the smell of wood smoke which I smelt the other day coming into the house and instead of new mown grass we have that lovely kind of autumn smoky smell. And of course with autumn being vata, there's the wind. Now the wind slowly gathers strength and it leaves the signs of winter in its departure. So sometimes the autumn can leave us feeling a little exposed and raw, but it is one of my favourite times of year. I don't know why, I love it. So with it, it brings a predominance of the air element and prana. Prana is a life force. It can be rough, windy, erratic, cool, subtle and clear. All these qualities are shared by Vata Dosha. And because like increases like, autumn is considered Vata season so how can we balance ourselves during this period of change how can we just navigate a little bit more gracefully through autumn to make it amazingly beneficial so one of the things we can do is just try beginning to be aware of the environment because that will empower us to respond both daily and seasonal fluctuations. So most of us already do put into practice seasonally appropriate habits without even being conscious of doing so. For example, in summer, of course, we wear lighter and brighter clothes. We enjoy salads and fresh fruits. Where now in the autumn, we're looking forward to kind of roast root vegetables and quite heavy grounding soups. And of course, in my case, October is Christmas cake baking month, which is always, I still get excited even though I'm not a teenager anymore. So opposites do balance. So if we consider vata to be cool, light, dry, windy and unpredictable, we need to be looking at warmth, oiliness, deep nourishment. So loving relationships, spending time with people we care about, having a sense of stability and routine. So the diet is a powerful way to soothe vata during the autumn. So look for nourishing foods that are high in protein and healthy fats brought to life by warming, stimulating spices. These will go a long way towards maintaining your internal reserves of moisture and keeping you grounded. So think breakfast, cooked grains like oatmeal, porridge, rice, tapioca if you like tapioca but make them with coconut milk and generous amounts of ghee now some people won't know what ghee is it's kind of like a clarified butter and it's very heavy and it's very nurturing so we want lunches and dinners that include steamed vegetables hearty grains stews and soups baked apples with nutmeg and cinnamon is delicious but do be careful not to overeat So mirror the season and choose vegetables like pumpkins, squash, sweet potatoes, carrots and beetroots and use really lovely warming spices like cardamom, turmeric, cloves and saffron. Another thing for the Vata season, especially if you are predominantly Vata, is to establish an effective morning routine. So try to do the same things, waking, exercising, eating and going to bed at the same time every day. So, and if you feel that you need to calm the nervous system, if you're feeling a little bit jittery or anxious, massage your skin with something like organic sesame oil. Sesame oil is very warming and favor natural scents like geranium, citrus, and rose. So have those scents in your house or put those scents on your skin. Vata is really aggravated by fast frenetic exercise, as I've said before. So look even more at walking in nature, swimming, gentle cycling and yoga and Tai Chi. Remember to balance your activity with adequate relaxation and sleep, this rejuvenation. So think about sitting curled up in front of a fire, reading a book, just taking some time out to rest. Because as you're aware, a lot of animals actually sleep during the winter. And that's just not appropriate for us to do. So we need more rest during this season. A seasonal routine is an investment in your own health and well-being. And we all benefit from aligning ourselves with the rhythms of nature. As I said, we are part of it. So this autumn, I want you to try and embrace the beautiful and unique gifts that it brings. Enjoy the stability, the appreciation and the gratitude of the month the Beautiful changing colors in the trees, and just that feeling of kind of getting inside and keeping warm and cozy. So, I hope you've enjoyed that. I will do another podcast on the other Vata, uh, the other va- the other doshas, which I've just found absolutely fascinating. So, I hope you've enjoyed it. And so, for now, bye bye.